take 72. Welcome to the Red Caps Podcast, a podcast where we dip our caps into the blood of our listeners and we ramble on about old school games. In today's episode, we are going to talk about a downtime minigame that you can use in your campaign. As you know, no mortal can outrun a red cap. So sit back, listen, and I hope you enjoy. Do not let us die in the dark night of this cold winter. That is the title of the game I'm going to be talking about today. It's quite a mouthful, but it also completely and accurately describes itself in that very title. The minigame was developed by Cecil Howe of Cone of Negative Energy, and it takes your players to a small village during the coldest and darkest of winters, and you have to try your very best to keep everybody from perishing. The idea of this is that your characters are going to have some downtime because you have listened to episode five of this podcast and you are keeping proper time and calendars in your game. And you're going to break out this mini game to simulate that downtime. So I like to think that it's late fall and your party has decided that it's too cold and too difficult to travel during the winter. And so they're going to abstain from adventuring this winter. Instead, they're going to go and drink and crowds and have a fantastic time. But right before that party can get started, they get asked to go and protect this village that's full of only women and children way up in the mountains. And all the men that were protecting that village were killed off by the big bad evil guy in your campaign. So of course they go. And once they arrive in the village, a massive blizzard flows in and it blocks off all the entrances and exits from this village. And they are effectively stuck there till the end of winter. This game should be completely compatible with pretty much any RPG you would ever play. However, when I say compatible, I don't really mean in terms of the rules. In fact, you're not going to be looking at your character sheet for the RPG at all. The minigame has its own complete set of rules. They're very simple and easy to understand. However, it does take the typical archetypes of characters and it integrates those into the game and applies new rules to those archetypes. So as the GM, you will be the village elder. Your role will be to track time, ensure the rules are being followed, and what have you. The players are going to be divided into three categories based mostly off of their ability scores in the game, in their RPG. So those who are more based off of strength, like say a fighter or a barbarian, they will become the warrior in this game. The intelligence-based characters or the mental-based characters like wizards and clerics and what have you will be known as the wizard. And players, player characters who are more dexterous, like a thief or a, um, a ranger, will be called the thief. Now the naming doesn't matter at all. It's just there to kind of describe the three categories of, of characters. but um, the idea is that each of these are going to have their own abilities and their own features added to them, which will let them gather up some of the important resources you're going to need to keep this village alive. The resources are medicine, firewood, and food. The game's going to last for about two hours, and if you're successful at saving the village, the GM can offer a great cash rewards, magical items, but I think it makes a whole lot more sense if you add a whole different layer here and make this town a key NPC portal for you moving forward. Really, really solidify those connections, make, uh, make some good, strong relationships, and have that come back over and over through the campaign. The game itself is essentially a worker placement or resource management game, so you're going to want to make sure your players read through the rules, understand them, because the, the phases of the game are important so they can make proper strategic decisions. The difficulty of the game is largely based off of how much livestock is already in the town, or if you want to fudge how much supply they have at the beginning. Um, as well, most importantly, how long the winter itself is. The GM can decide this independently prior to the session, 
or the players can help plan this with the GM, and the GM will just slide the rewards appropriately. Each player, when they go to begin playing, is assigned a single building in this village. Think of it like a single family dwelling. And each building is going to have five people assigned in there. I'd suggest having each player write down the names and maybe a line or two of background on each of these people, really to get them invested and attached to them. Then, the gameplay loop is pretty straightforward. At the beginning of a turn, you're going to find out how many villagers died. And this is based off of who starved to death or who froze to death based off of not having enough food or firewood. Then you're going to determine what the temperature is going to be for the next turn. And that temperature determines how much firewood each building has to have. Then you're going to resupply all the buildings. You're going to go to like a central warehouse, pull out some supplies from there, divvy them out amongst the houses, making some tough decisions on who's going to be frozen, who's going to get food. Then you're going to go out and try to gather new supplies. And this is where your players' archetypes come in. So the strength-based characters can chop down firewood easier. Um, the dexterous characters can go and hunt easier. And the knowledge base can find medicine easier. Once all that's done, you're going to then check for a random occurrence. Things like food going rotten or animal dying off or a person getting randomly sick or something. All negative, terrible things that may happen to your village. And then finally, there's a roll to see if anybody got sick because, of course, why would anything go proper? After you've done this loop several times for the entire length of your winter, you will then tally up all your dead bodies, find out if you survived at all, and if there were enough people left to give you a reward, give out a reward. And I would suggest having a big like funeral scene in the spring so the ground thaws, you're finally able to bury some of these bodies and uh, have everybody give a little eulogy of sorts for the dead characters that they didn't save or the people that they had to make the choice of saving or not saving. The game has some advanced hooks and options, and I will let you browse those at your own leisure. I do recommend picking this up, though. It's really, really cool. I think it adds some realism and some depth to your world, gives you some interesting plot hooks that you can use in the future, and allows you to take a break from normal D&D play. Like I said, it's essentially a worker placement slash resource management game, but how tightly it ties into your campaign world and, and the little hooks it gives you in terms of NPCs and a relationship is something I hadn't really seen before. You can pick it up over at DriveThruRPG or at coneofnegativeenergy.com. Links will be down in the description of the episode. This wasn't sponsored in any way at all. Uh, Cecil has no idea this podcast even exists um, and the links are not affiliate links. So feel free to grab it and know that I'm not benefiting in, any, benefiting in any way other than feeling good about sharing this with you. So this wraps up this episode of the Red Cups podcast. I hope you enjoyed, you learned something, and you're eager to come back for more. Please subscribe in your podcasting app of choice. And if there's an option to leave a review, it would warm my cold little heart if you did. I'd love to hear from you. So please head over to anchor.fm slash the Red Caps and you can leave me a voicemail or say hi at Twitter and Facebook at the Red Cap Net. We have a Discord server, links will be down in the description, and there is a website and YouTube video, sorry, YouTube channel <laughs> that is also going to be linked down there. We're getting all the episodes up to the YouTube channel, and then I'm going to try doing some video-only content as well, see how that goes. So remember, folks, never let your cap dry out. Stay safe, have fun. We'll talk again soon. Take care.